0: Welcome to the Marxist Think Tank podcast. An attempt to look at the world from a class-conscious perspective and to build. Welcome to the MTT News of the Week special on the Ukraine conflict. Um, We are doing a special, so welcome, Jen. Good to have you again. Yeah, great to be here. Right, Yes. So if you are listening and watching... We are doing a special on the Ukraine situation. As as I'm sure you're aware, last Friday, we had uh, an de- episode dedicated to the conflict in Ukraine. Because of the size of the conflict and the importance of the conflict, we're going to give a quick update. We also didn't have enough time on Friday to cover everything, so we felt like we should dedicate some more time to it and give you an update on what's happened over the weekend of the last sure. three or four days. So, <clears throat> uh, well, first thing we'll mention is that in the last hour, it's been reported that there will be a meeting of representatives between the Ukrainians, Russians, and the Belarusians, um, perhaps the beginnings of negotiations. However, nothing concrete has come out of it yet, just the announcement that they are trying to organize some sort of meeting uh, with representatives. So we could say perhaps negotiations are beginning, but that is uh, very, very tentative. It's only an announcement at the moment and nothing has come of it yet. We will now go through and take a look at the map of uh, the conflict and just to give you an update of what's, what the current situation is on the ground. One of the reasons that we also wanted to do this stream was because we realized that our coverage, at least in our opinion, <laughs> was was at least a bit better, maybe a lot better mm-hmm. than some of the coverage in mainstream on the mainstream. So whether right. it was Sky News or Al Jazeera or CGTN or Russia Today, um, yeah, all of the so,
1: because you. um all information that's coming out is uh, either uh disinformation or self-fragmented. Mm. so fragmented. Mm. So sitting in front of a big uh lit up screen to with a pointy stick to say, Oh, fighting happened here, fighting happened right. there.
0: Yes, doesn't really do
1: much. What you need is a narrative, a geopolitical narrative, historical narrative, and a military narrative yeah, yeah. Uh, without narrative uh us humans really don't make sense of things
0: right Oh, uh, right, just in right.
1: general and this is a great showcase of that in my opinion
0: and the other thing is of course that as you just said jen the person standing in front of a big map going there was some general fighting here and there were clashes here the other thing that we should really i really want to stress here is that they actually are sanitizing how horrific yeah. uh conflict and war is um because if you just go, there was clash here between the army and the army, and and you know uh, they moved and they moved back. Um, you're not sort of detailing the the absolute carnage. I mean the noise, the fire, the the, the destruction of of trees and earth and people and animals and buildings. And um, you know we're not yeah. we're going to try we're not going to show you footage of casualties. If we do, sorry that would be by accident. We'll try not to show that. But yeah. there is lots of footage of uh, you know completely burnt bodies, uh, young men killed, uh, destroyed, ripped to pieces. So it's brutal stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and when you describe it, as just as clashes and don't, um, give it that sort of context. You know, you could you can also almost, this is also the other thing that's happening is that it people or particularly Western media is, is almost egging on this, uh, conflict in a way by showing, Oh, look, oh, sure. the resistance there. Um, arming the people, they're giving them Molotovs, they're, they're fighting for the country. And I understand, sure, fighting for your country and, and patriotism, of course, I understand that. But but also, you you, you know, I, I wouldn't, I don't think any of the news editors and journalists that are reporting like that would be comfortable if they were shown that what they said inspired a 21-year-old to go and pick up a, an old but AK-47. Worse, and, and go, and go and consequences.
1: You know, they like to say this about, like, right. you know... Non liberals, and I'm not trying to whitewash like any like yeah. right wing figures, yeah. but so too does their speech also have consequences. Yeah, yeah on yeah. people, especially in a situation like this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So this, so this is this is um one more caveat we'll put here is that mm-hmm. a lot of what we're going to talk about is how there is a massive information war taking place. Yes, and 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 Absolutely. there is also a, there's definitely a Russian side to it as well. Um, mm. you know, there, there is information, going yeah. on. So stuff that's being reported, how it's being reported, mm. uh, things that did happen, would, things that didn't happen. There's, there's a yeah, whole bunch I would of, say of I that progress. from what
1: I've seen though, uh, mm. from just trying to make sense of the situation, the Ukrainian side is definitely pulling some, uh, <clears throat> end of World War II Nazi Germany level of propaganda that is pretty over the top. Right, uh, right, right, Like, it's completely unhelpful. It, uh, Like you said, it's just like the Western media, right? This mm-hmm. kind of narrative is uh, driving, you know, um, Ukrainian citizens, nationals, who, like, doesn't right. know much better to, like, fool them into uh, uh, the
0: front lines.
1: Sure. I mean, of course, sure. that's, like, beneficial for the ruling class and all that, but, like, come on, that is insane.
0: Yeah, no, it is wild. It's wild as well. I think one more thing before we go to the map is that in this conflict and the build-up to this conflict and this is something i forgot to mention on friday is it's real it's really it's great to see not great to see it's a great test of where you can see which voices do matter and which voices don't matter depending on which side you're on so if you're on the western side the people of lpr and dpr are not a real country their voices don't matter the casualties that they experience the shelling of their schools and and nursery whatever don't matter Oh, and
1: um, one important thing that Western media doesn't mention, which is uh, there has been a uh, mass grave of um, the young and old women alike from age 15 all the way to the 60 plus uh, discovered uh, that is uh, belonging to uh, the deceased bodies, uh, belong to uh, LPR and DPR uh, uh, citizens. Uh, or just people, I guess. If you want to, rec- if you don't <clears throat> want to recognize well, yeah, them, civilians. Uh, At the hands of the Ukrainians, that was mm-hmm. uh, like eight days before the conflict started. You can yeah. see some New York Times articles basically saying, "Oh, Russia is going to use this as an excuse to start the war." Well, yes. then, like, excuse me, don't do that. Sure, sure. Like, I'm. I know, like, what I like. How how I like you know even I uh, in you know my attempt to like and not traumatize people is whitewashing the the kind of uh, a, a cruelty of this, but then like yeah, that's the paradox of media and shows. Like, what what, what can you do really?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, let's get into the map. Let's get into, the map. Yeah. let's get into this. So here's our map here of the area. Um, <clears throat> one second. So we're going to start from the south and move ourselves north as we go along. Uh, so what you're looking at here is obviously a big picture of Ukraine as a whole. Uh, mm. So if you're looking down here. This is this big red section is Crimea. Crimea. Um, so obviously, this map uh, website is obviously counting that is already invaded. Uh, so let, let's let's try and it's not. That's already a part of Russia. That's eight years. Yeah. Okay, that's already dealt with. Um, so moving north, this is the actual incursion here. This is the actual uh, mm. movement of forces from the Russian side into uh, Ukraine proper. So this big sort of, I guess, duck-shaped thing Is there where they've taken uh, territory from the current mm-hmm. Ukrainian regime? Um, so there wasn't any, as we reported on Friday, there was nothing that happened in Odessa. So the left here, there was Western media reports of a beach landing. There wasn't. Um, there might have, there was uh, an airstrike on a, a, an air base built by the UK, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, near uh, Odessa. So there have been airstrikes and and, and air so what's called the command and control system, the air system, that was attacked across the country, yeah. including places in Odessa. So cruise missiles, uh, airstrikes, uh, and these kinds of things. Oh, uh, rocket artillery, right. No, I, um, but I don't think Odessa would have had uh, Grad or any rocket. Maybe only cruise Oh, missiles. maybe the
1: longer range ones. Uh, maybe. maybe smirch maybe. systems are definitely up there, right? Really, uh, but what I want to mention is that from now, uh, what we can gather now with the Odessa situation, what it actually was was the uh pro Russian forces in uh that strip of red land, um, mm-hmm. uh, Moldova, of uh, the region that had a civil war uh, back in the 2000s. Yeah. Uh, uh, where Where uh, the uh, pro-European and the pro-Russian uh, 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 factions duped it out in a very yeah. narrow strip of land. Ever since then, they have been building up um, to. Uh, well, they have been building up uh, to uh, the strength of an essentially an army group but okay. in this narrow strip of land all by themselves recruiting from local I think this uh, is this not from
0: Transnistria sorry this is Transnistria isn't it
1: uh yes so yeah. that's basically uh, their forces uh, after seeing this uh, uh the, the this whole uh entire event uh, decided that uh, it was a good uh, at least a tactical opportunity yeah to uh, use the nato term push to contact push
0: as far right. as uh,
1: until they see some like Ukrainian yes, forces, yes. but then they realized that there was no there was no Ukrainian forces guarding it. There was nothing, right. and right. so they just kept pushing further and further. And now uh, there is like uh, because people are confused. You know, we, right. people don't have access to GPS, the uh, satellite imaging. They just see like oh, Russia pro Russian forces in Odessa, the Russian uh, naval landing in Odessa.
0: So that's mm-hmm. where that came from. Mm-hmm. I think we should mention here then, Jen, is down here, this is Snake Island. So yeah. there's a oh, story here yeah. we should mention. So it's Snake Island, just perspective, is down south here. It's close to mm. Romania, actually. Um, yeah, so there's the border. This is the tiny little island here. So it's a Ukrainian <gasps> island. Um and apparently, so this is, this is where we're seeing probably the biggest example of information war or sort of contradictions, right? So mm-hmm. um, a big story in the, in the Western media, <coughs> sorry, was uh, this, I think 13 was the number that I was initially told. 13 guys, uh, Ukrainian uh, coast guard slash border guard on this oh. island and a Russian naval vessel turns up. And they, they to say uh, surrender or else? They played this recording. Then, where, where, uh, they yeah.
1: responded, "A goal, uh, f yourself."
0: Right. There's the story. So exactly, <sighs> um, the, they, um, so, you know, the ship says, "You know, uh, Ukrainian border guard. Ukrainian border guard, lay down your arms, or I will hit you." And he replies, "Fuck off." And so now right. people are going like, "Yeah, like let's use that as a story to rile up the mm-hmm. you know national spirit of Ukraine." But yeah. then following that in reality they are actually
1: alive they surrendered all 78 of them uh they were captured alive they were treated well and uh they even saw themselves being announced dead on ukrainian uh, radio and tv
0: right well they're not
1: dead right and um they were from uh well what i've seen unfortunately the people uh, that were absolutely heartbroken like what do you mean i'm dead you know Like how could they just so like willy nilly like announce that like you're dead? Like what does that even mean? But then of course the footage is like deleted from Western internet. So yeah, from the Chinese internet. So I think we'll have to. I'm curious to
0: see like a month from now or whatever. What? Yeah, Russian necromancy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Russian. uh,
0: I don't know the company
1: traveling a priest. Orthodox Christian priest is uh, capable mm. of resurrecting people from the dead. I guess
0: we'll see. We'll see. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't want to confidently say that 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 hasn't happened. I mean, it does. I've seen the footage too of, of the guys in the bus and them being interviewed and stuff. Uh, uh-huh. But there's also like loads of images. Okay, uh, Richard, just you know.
1: to make sure, I, I want you to make sure. Like, I want to make sure you're not saying that like Russians uh, are are not capable of necromancy. Like, that's no, no, they're
0: for. definitely not capable of necromancy. okay <laughs> But but I just do want to, I do want to say that okay. I I you know at the start of this we know that there's information war going on right now so I uh I and I don't want to say that the Russians are not doing it either the Russians are definitely taking information it's in their interests to, to be doing information operation yeah, yeah. because mm-hmm. there's a narrative like you said there's a big narrative going on right now if you mm-hmm. get and inspire Russian Ukrainian guys to be like oh yeah I want to be like the guys on Snake Island like they 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 gave their lives for the country I should do the same thing. That's a very big part of of why we have stories like this, and then, and then why. You
1: and, and if you are Russian, out.
0: and if you are Russian, you want to counter that. So I'm not saying that it didn't happen or did happen. I'm just saying that right now.
1: Right, but then uh, let's bring in another news. Uh, Ukraine, during its desperation, started handing out at thirty thousand. Wait wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, 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 Let's let's get to that later. Let's get to that later. That I think that there's a specific city we can focus on. That for that one, you're talking about the arms, right? Yeah, both in Kharkov yeah. and Kiev. Oh, let's let's, let's let's talk about when we get to Kharkov and Kiev because we're, we're down south. Okay, all right. We're going through the map. We're going through this geographically. We, we don't want to confuse people with, uh, you know, talking about what's happening in other places. Right. So let's, let's focus on the south now. So we've now covered um, that basic piece there. So let's go up to here um, where the push then moves right. So, yeah, to the left-hand side of the country, basically, you have sporadic airstrikes and, uh, you know, as, as, as Jin said, Um, some sort of incursion by maybe the Transnistrian sort of Russian uh, inspired units. Um, But it's not the focus of the fighting at all. The entire west of the country is pretty much um, airstrikes here and there, but nothing else is going on. So the focus is now mainly on the east and the south, at least for our discussion. So in the south, this is the push that then it's taken obviously these little towns um, Melitopol, I believe this is Melitopol, where they raised the flag over the police station. The Russian flags mm-hmm. been raised here. Um, not, a, I don't think it's a particularly important city. I mean, it's a, it is a city. Uh well, an air, it, it has does an airport. get
1: more important when we get further a little bit further eastward. Right. That's no, I think that's,
0: that's it. Right. So it's 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 an important push for their main point of interest, which is obviously yeah, the
1: pincer maneuver on Mario.
0: Right. Line. Exactly. So from a military perspective, we can see now what's going on here. So you've got the big red object here to the right, that's the LPR and DPR, uh, positions from before the war, before the start of the conflict, so four days ago. To be honest, I haven't seen any clear description of how far they've pushed west. So, Jen, do you have any idea how how, how much further they might have?
1: Well, apparently, uh, again, take this with a grain of salt. Yeah. But it was the main body of the Azov uh, infamous Nazi battalion that was holding right. this line. Right. Right. Okay. uh and um, we have seen uh, indicate analysis from uh, local Ukrainians from uh, two days ago already of uh, tactical maps of uh, them uh, like the entire line being broken through uh, at a strongest point of defense of crossfire no less uh, because they were pincered from both sides by the Crimean direction that we were just seeing. Oh uh, yeah. and um the uh, uh uh DPR, LPR direction and uh apparently they were uh this I would say it's more fairly reliable. Their main combat force was uh destroyed in
0: uh in one hour of combat. Right. So actually I I wanted yeah, let's let's mm-hmm. um do you know? I mean I can I can search it while we chat about it, but how big was the Azov Battalion? I know a lot of people don't talk about this and, and there's not some certainty. How, how how many men were in command or how many men did they have?
1: Uh, I'm not so sure at this point. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm not so sure. But what is uh, clear is that uh, the, I guess, soft infrastructure uh, that's uh, related to the mm-hmm. Af- Azov Battalion is clearly still remaining. Why? Because uh, there's mm-hmm. footages coming out of uh, in mm-hmm. Kiev, far back, where mm-hmm. uh, like either their sympathizers or their like mm-hmm. their people are mm-hmm. like training new conscripts to try to continue the fight that was uh, foot that footage uh, came out yesterday
0: mm-hmm. so
1: um you know that kind of supports the fact that uh you know their main body was wiped out and right all that right and, oh uh, this was the strip of land where we saw the famous video of um the uh, DPR or was it LPR uh, one of the two uh t72s yes uh, upgraded variants with a ah, very nostalgic Soviet flag on its back, uh, on the uh, top of the tank.
0: Oh, yes. charging
1: across the road. Yes, That's yeah, where this yeah. comes from.
0: Okay, so that was down there. Okay, that explains yeah. why. So it wasn't actually a Russian um, tank. It was a DPR, and LPR tank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, okay. That that explains that because I, I don't know why a, a, like a professional Russian tank would, would be allowed to just <laughs> fly the sure, flag. Sure. It's not their flag. I mean, you know, also yeah, you yeah. could have a, a a blue-on-blue, as you would call it in NATO, uh, hmm. Because you know you're you're flying the wrong colors, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Oh, a, a red assessment. on red, uh, red yeah. on red, right? A red on red, rather. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so it, so a jewel in 2014, uh, a report. So excuse me, this is a Wikipedia article, but this is just something we have so far. Um, puts the azotovs, but in 2014, their strength was 300, but uh, another one says 600. Uh, and then another one, and also another clue is another unit which includes 900 in 2015. So, back in 2014, when they were formed during the, the first iteration of this Ukrainian conflict back yeah. in Maidan, um, they were at 300. So, and then a year later in 2015, they were at 900. Um,
1: but so bear in mind,
0: since then, though, but since then, you know, they've received this status. So, any neo Nazi in the world whether it's, um, if you, if you read, just read the the Wikipedia page, it's, it's it's that with a pinch of salt. Um, you, you have got images and references to people that have been inspired by them. So you've got Greek, uh, neo-Nazis going to join them, British, ex British servicemen joining them, all types of neo-Nazis that are.
1: Yeah. There was uh, on vice news in 2016, Florida.
0: Right, right, right. So they have Florida. So yeah. Uh, So this is kind of turned into like a, um, spanish you know like like the spanish brigades of of you know the international brigades in fighting in spain yeah, but story, nazi. the nazi version of that basically what's yeah, what it's, it's turned is. into mm-hmm. um let's just see if we can see statistics on this here as a battalion it says yeah so I, another est- estimate here 2015 a thousand men um yeah, that's so that's
1: actually closer to a battalion strength a, at this point. That
0: would be a battalion, right? That's a battalion yeah. by Western NATO standards, right? A, a NATO battalion, a thousand men. Um, but, I mean, I feel we could probably say that it's a bit larger um, than yeah. this because of, of its yeah. national draw, and, of course, it's, it's a quite a high-profile unit, and also right. the position. So bear in mind, the reason we're talking about that specific unit is that Azov was in Mariupol, so... Back in 2014, 2015, Azov took Mariupol back mm-hmm. from uh, Donbass forces. Um, yeah, they managed to take it back. So that's what—that's where they were based. And this uh, is a
1: nice comment, uh, comrade Cancer Box.
0: <laughs> What's said now?
1: <laughs> My favorite Miami getaway.
0: Okay, oh, the, the 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 Nazi, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, yeah. Okay. Any, anything else about Azov? I don't know if you want to mention this. So, so according to you, according to what you've read, and according to what you found, it's been wiped out. Yeah, uh, as a military force. Okay. Okay.
1: So uh, it's not does not mean that every single person in there has been medically pronounced dead. Mm-hmm. It just means that uh, the um, they took enough casualties to it. commands surrendered, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they are now POWs. That's what that means. And uh, from what we've seen, Russia treats their POWs throughout this whole thing pretty well. It may be disinformation, but mm-hmm. it's pretty consistent. You've seen like. Footages of Ukrainian liberals like uh, being you know, brave, uh, yelling point blank at like Russian soldiers, uh, who, yeah, like you know, did not hurt them at all. You try mm-hmm. that shit with uh, Americans in Afghanistan,
0: I guarantee you, you get
1: a full clip dumped into your body.
0: But, yeah, at least uh, a, bunch, at least a yeah. fist yeah. to the face or something, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Wow. Um, so you know, uh, it's pretty civilized, I guess, so far, right. Right. as far as war, especially total wars, are concerned. But anyways, I, I, let's move to the uh, other sectors
0: where... Uh, gotcha. Yeah, let's let's move along then. Okay, so um, just to conclude then, f- there is still heavy fighting in Mariupol. To be honest, it doesn't seem that Donbass forces and Russian forces have taken it yet, but the pincer movement is in, it is in play, and yep. it's not looking good. I mean, they are going to be encircled. if. Well, to we be
1: can... fair, like let me, uh, if I may, uh, is this a live update map?
0: This is think? live, yes, yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: okay. All right.
0: But but, but well, I mean if you is... want something else I'm not saying that this is conclusive this is just one of yeah, many there yeah, are many of these types of maps so if you have something else you can um, mention it right
1: well anyways
0: anyway okay so yeah so uh, just on one more thing there was apparently according to U S officials uh, Marines U S uh, um, Russian Marines did land to the west of Mariupol but I'll take that with a pinch of salt too. <laughs>
1: well that one makes somewhat sense yeah
0: sure just okay let's move up then so to uh sort of let's go to the eastern side of the country uh before we move to kharkov let's just see if there's any anything of interest that you want to mention um about here i, I do want to mention in dnipro i know that in dnipro mm-hmm. there was footage of oh sorry we have to go back
1: mm-hmm. the
0: dam so there was a dam built. i was
1: about to say that as well
0: yes this over here so there was a dam built right over here uh, which um, during so before 2014, Crimea used to get a lot of its fresh water from the Dnieper River, which would go along here. And then where you mm-hmm. see that missile location, that blue thing is the canal that goes straight into Crimea, and that was a lot of their fresh water. Yeah. After it was annexed, Crimea was annexed. Ukraine built a dam which blocked the fresh water from the Dnieper going yep. to, to Crimea, so a punishment to all of the people of Crimea for voting in their referendum and and, and for the whole situation. Mm. So anyway, they punished everyone by cutting off their water yep. um as of i think two days ago now that bridge that dam sorry has been blown up uh, the russian forces have blown that up and now fresh water is returning to people of crimea yeah uh, <laughs> um, talk
1: about human rights oh, right
0: uh, it's pretty that's i mean sanctions are one thing but literally cutting off the water the fresh water to um you yeah, know that's like
1: palestine level uh, yeah it, i mean
0: this is I mean, yeah that's another thing we should probably mention is this conversation yeah. about sovereignty and stuff and outrage and war uh you know well yeah Palestine. during this whole time like the whole be, world
1: stepped up it's uh yeah. um efforts in military violence because um somebody else is catching all the attention
0: right right
1: that includes israel and their bombardment uh, uh, uh on uh, palestinian uh, so
0: i think that's a question that the west will have to awkwardly answer the next time there's something happens in israel palestine and we talk about the sovereignty of nations about human rights about uh, stealing of land about all of these things that they're talking about now yeah it becomes quite awkward when israel does it um and
1: uh, if uh well maybe abby martin should do another uh, empire files documentary on that mm. and we'll make sure to mm. promote it
0: Yes. Yeah, a, yeah. 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 I, I do recommend watching that. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's for called sure. Israel under fire. Um, not Israel under fire. Palestine. No, no. No, Gaza, Gaza under fire. Gaza. Yeah. Gaza under fire, <laughs> which, which documents the killing of journalists, the shooting of journalists, the yeah. shooting of children by the Israeli forces on that border yeah. conflict they had in 2018. Yeah. But yeah, uh, for another yeah. time. So in Dnipro, so we've come come back to the center of the sort of eastern central part of the country. In Dnipro, there was footage of. Um, uh, and you, yeah, please comment on this one, Jen. Of the local people, um, civilians, women, everyone, uh, making Molotov cocktails en masse. Um, uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, this is something that has been reported quite widely, uh, but.
1: Uh, I want to throw in a grain right. of
0: salt here, right. which is a lot of the footage.
1: Uh, I'm not sure, I'm not saying that it's absolutely not happening, right? But what I am saying is that a lot of the footage, uh, for uh, to support this message was from back in 2014, Maidan. And let's mention mm-hmm. that because, um, that was when the pro European, uh, pro NATO, so called pro democracy people. Mm-hmm. Uh, In the uh, in Maidan, uh, surrounded uh, all the pro-Russian protesters into a building, blocked every
0: entrance, guarded
1: every entrance, and then uh, made Molokov cocktail and uh, burned every single one alive. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's a famous. um, There there was like uh,
1: twenty to forty killed, two hundred plus injured, and then as the uh, victims, the families of the victims uh, tried to sue the European Court of uh, uh, Human Rights. Uh, it was deemed by the European courts to be suicide, like right. the claim yeah. was the court verdict was that the Russian pro Russian Ukrainian supporters locked themselves into a building and did this to themselves.
0: Yeah, that's that's insane. Um, yeah,
1: so, anyways, yeah,
0: yeah I, I mean, but if
1: you mention that, you get caught a Russian boss. So, sure, uh, sure, sure.
0: I, I mean, I do think that there are Ukrainian people, um arming themselves and, you know, of course, I, I don't deny affairs. that. Yeah, I don't deny yeah. that. That's definitely happening. There is, there is definitely national sentiment and, and there is a, yeah. a willingness to fight and, and fight for what they see as their country. That's happening. It's <sighs> undeniable. The
1: rifles um, alone are not going to cut it. I mean, I, I,
0: I do think that, so let's mention that story about the arming of the people, right? So this is not yeah. in, it's not in Dnieper. This has been happening in a number of cities, but I think the, yes. the big footage is from Kiev. So, um, where yeah, I'll they're just handing stuff. it out without well, I mean, handing it out, kind of background I mean, check, handing it out isn't even the correct word. The boxes are placed, dropped off in the street, open, yeah. so it's an open box. that yeah, This boxes, is like I mean. The Purge plus
1: The Hunger Game plus like some other Black Mirror episode,
0: yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 absolutely <sighs> uh wild that that element of this is. Uh, I just want to mention so.
1: this, like, it's 30. 30- Thousand plus, like 34,000 in one city. Last time I checked, what is that? No, no, seriously, what is that?
0: I'll say that again. Sorry,
1: 34,000 uh, AKMs, yeah, SPDs, yeah. and yeah. uh, uh um, whichever squad automatic RKM, I think. Yeah, RKM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The in total, 34,000 uh, plus some just get handed, not even yeah. handed out, like you said, just like, here you go. For, uh, just, no, they, they so.
0: You know, the famous, um, you know, when, when people were complaining about the BLM protests, the, the, the sort of right wing media would say, ah, oh, there were pallets of bricks being dropped off in the streets uh, before the protests. So imagine if you believe that, uh, imagine that instead of bricks, pallets of bricks, People are brought dropping a pallet. Yeah, so like, in my case, yeah.
1: I guess like let's it's time to uh move to the uh slightly bigger picture now, which is like okay, I'm just gonna mention this once. Uh yeah, but yeah. like think of the security and public safety uh, nightmare.
0: Right. That's gonna be
1: for whatever is gonna happen to that entire region
0: so afterwards. Exactly.
1: And think of how much work that the international police has to put in because somebody might have the bright idea that uh, I am going to sell like uh collect a few and i'll sell this to make some money on the black market
0: so who's going to
1: manage that certainly not going to be nato
0: (laughs) so the one voice on this is saying that putin is trying to stop ukraine becoming western right and Mm. in this way by handing out ak's willy nilly i mean not only is it becoming western it's becoming like america i mean who knows (laughs) <laughs> it's, you know what? Gonna turn I, I, a country and they just hand out a lovely case. Wild yeah. playing, all right?
1: Everybody, yeah. you heard it here. Uh, this is the Berlin Wall incident for the United States and the American Empire. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm.
1: is, yeah, uh, this is the beginning of the dominoes. And so, pretty soon, we might actually see that in the United States. And uh, good luck if you are you plan on yeah. still living yeah. here. Yeah,
0: yeah. Anyways. So, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, but uh, as you said, Jen, um, also, uh, CGTN, the Chinese voice on this, I listened to a, an, an an analyst yesterday, and he said, handing out the arms like that, I mean, yes, national sentiment and national pride and, and, and all that stuff, sure, but openly handing out weapons, not even handing them out, just leaving weapons in the street uh, for people to pick up. The long-term repercussions, you're now arming a population en masse, and yeah, also just for crime, organized crime in Europe in general, you now have a huge influx of assault weapons assault uh, you know military-grade assault rifles that are now going to be all over ukraine and then by extension mm-hmm. will go into poland and whoever wants one will be able to get hold of one so now you're you're yeah you're, you're you're creating a very big problem that will last for many years because even in south africa i mean we stopped you know the struggle whatnot in the early 90s there are still caches of weapons from the struggle they still have our ak's are still you can buy them in the streets because of how many there yeah. were so these uh-huh. things do not go away easily when you hand out assault rifles to people it is very difficult to get them all back it takes years to get them back for uh, sure yeah so um that's dnipro so there was footage of that uh, in dnipro but actually no, no fighting on here so when you go up the Dn- uh the Dnip- Dnipro river up the center of the country there isn't actually any major incidents until you get to kiev which we'll cover in yeah. a moment Okay, so let's move on to now the northern city. So uh, there's a couple uh, small incursions here. So for example, this place called Drovichna, uh, a small push there with what looks like air airstrikes, um, you know, on, on some targets there. Mm-hmm. The big piece uh, that is of interest here is obviously Kharkov. So Kharkov is the yeah. second largest city. Um, yeah, so this place, when we reported on Friday, this place... There was already saying there was already fighting. They were already saying that it was you know, on the verge of falling. It. I would say, without having raised the flag, so to speak, on mm-hmm. Maidan Square in Kharkov, because there's also a Maidan Square in Kharkov. If you look closely here, um, wait for it well, to look. If it all stop it'll lagging, look, I don't know why <laughs> not to. Are they blocking it because they don't want me to see? I don't know. Um, there is a there is another Maidan Square, so I'm not confusing the two. But uh, they haven't captured the center. Russia uh, hasn't, but um, I've seen, it's gone now, but yesterday when I was on this map, there was footage of Russian troops doing advance to contact, as you say, so walking in a line Mm -hmm. with vehicles behind them, waiting for the enemy to make contact, to fire at them, and there was no uh, significant, I mean, there, there was sporadic shooting here and there. But yeah it was not, not a systematic
1: about, uh, you're not saying yeah you're not saying it's not stalingrad style where yeah yeah, 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 yeah exactly out, yeah. like that was giant yeah. guns to demolish buildings there was none of that
0: well i mean there was no ukrainian tank force to meet them mm-hmm. no trenches no dug in it was not a force yeah yeah uh, building
1: yeah, yeah yeah for sure for sure they didn't fortify yeah in any meaningful way therefore
0: well, they also, there just doesn't seem to be, uh, at least on the on the on yeah. the, the outskirts. There's no. We, this is one thing that's has also been baffling a lot of. Even if you try and dig for it to find where the main Ukrainian forces are, it's actually very difficult. I mean, I suppose that that's um, credence to them. Kudos to them because you know it's not it's not easy for people on the internet to find where their soldiers are, which means that it's difficult, I suppose, for the Russians too. <clears throat>
1: Unlike the U.S. Navy, <clears throat> right? I'm right, sorry,
0: right. but yeah, uh, what I'm getting at is. I w- it's fair to say that Kharkov is fully surrounded and probably...
1: Um... Yeah, uh, from what we've seen, just uh, citizen reports of uh, Ukrainian people, local residents, uh, Russian forces did advance pretty deep uh, into uh, uh, the uh, Kharkov city. Mm-hmm. And so far, uh, nothing too terrible uh, happened. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going on there, essentially.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Okay, so Kiev, um, Kharkov, sorry, then. I'll show the map that you got. You've actually got a good map here for this. Yeah. One second.
1: Uh... Though, I just want to say uh, on uh, our friend's uh, comment here. Yeah, it's definitely uh, at this point, uh, after they've handed out uh, such an insane quantity of uh, guns, that uh, it's, it, this is far more, like, military operations at this stage is pretty much over. It is far more just, like, Ukrainian nationals fighting one another due to, uh, uh, okay, there's, like, direct robberies of gas stations, and uh, more so, though, due to different political opinions. Mm. And so you can imagine, like, uh, in a region like that where informal low-intensity warfare has been taking place for so long, Mm -hmm. So people kind of come out, like, they they wear uh, camouflage clothing just, like, from day to day, even Mm -hmm. if you're not a part of the war. And Mm -hmm. then uh, people proceed to uh, uh, fight their wars in their daily uh, clothes, especially Mm -hmm. if you're talking about DPR, LPR front lines.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: There's been, you know footages of um, like very low intensity conflict type stuff what do I mean by that well rockets uh, recoilless rifles right the old kind
0: mm-hmm. being
1: used as indirect fire tools so we know that the uh, recoilless rifles fire like basically RPG warheads shaped charge warheads yeah uh, like the point is for the explosion to be concentrated into a point it's not yeah, a point yeah. blast weapon so if you use it as indirect fire weapon it just digs a hole in the ground and it's not as effective as artillery and what adds to that credence well um you see like ammunition uh, uh, dumps five meters 15 feet away from the gun itself that's not okay so clearly they that's aren't nice. expecting return fire
0: Right, right. Because
1: right. if that were the case, that would be a disaster. The whole ammunition people blows yeah, up. And right, there would be a right. giant crater and everyone would be dead. Um, So it's just, like, this kind of low-intensity stuff going on all the time. Uh-huh. So you can imagine, like, if that is, like, a part of daily life for people, yeah. then yeah. now, all of a sudden, even the non-combatants have an AK or, God forbid, a RPM in their hands.
0: Mm, 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 mm.
1: Like, what like it makes the job very difficult to distinguish combatants, non-combatants, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it is yeah. going to be a nightmare yeah. from yeah. that regard, not necessarily a purely military one.
0: Yeah. So before we move on to, um, uh, to Kiev and, and the other city there, uh, something that I want to mention is in terms of, uh, casualties, specific, specifically vehicles. So, um, mm. you know, destroyed vehicles, uh, You'll see there's been a lot, there has been footage, lots of footage of, of destroyed Russian vehicles. So, CGTN, the, the Chinese uh, English broadcaster, reported that Russia had lost uh, at least 100 tanks, which is a significant uh, number yep. of. Well,
1: of, not all main battle tanks. Uh, personal well, they
0: just said tanks. So, we don't know what. Some of them might be armored personnel carriers, some of them might yeah. be MTLB, APC sort of yeah, yeah. carriers, not main battle tank, but I, there have also, I have seen, you know, footage of yeah. images of destroyed T-72s of, of the, the, yeah. the variant that is being used by the main. Right. Um, so if you're looking at footage and you do want to try and discern what uh, a convoy is, so it seems that the Russian forces have painted a white Z on their vehicles yeah. uh, because there's such a similarity between Ukrainian equipment and Russian equipment. There's yeah. a lot of overlap. And a lot of stuff looks similar. So a T-80 and a T-72 yeah. and a T-10, T-90 and a T-64. These all look quite similar, um, particularly at a distance. Um, that, but there are differences. But nonetheless, yeah, for sure. for a Z, sure. a white Z is, is the symbol that you've seen drawn on the Russian forces. Yeah. However, the,
1: the, in regards to that, though, um, there has been because of uh, the case, uh, like like you mentioned, there has been cases of Ukrainian vehicles, the columns uh, destroyed. Oh, uh, look at this. This is the Russians. Or yes. the other way
0: around as well. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, so, so again. Yeah. This is this is also where we see the the information war is is actually probably the starkest one. So you'll yeah. see um, footage of a civilian car. Someone filming mm-hmm. with their phone. They drive past a destroyed column. So uh, three or four yeah. trucks. But that's why, and, like I
1: mentioned, the Chinese definition of uh, information warfare. Uh, yeah. Last yeah, yeah. Because, okay. uh, like, unlike the Americans who or uh, who try to compartmentalize everything, we just say that it's more than electronic uh, signal warfare. It's everything. It's we everything. say that it is the uh, act of the armed force to contend for information superiority uh, in general. Uh-huh. So clearly, um, the uh, Russians and the Ukrainians agree with our definition, and this mm-hmm. is what they have done uh in our our uh quote unquote our collectively shared internet space yes and social media and etc etc. Right.
0: So just the one thing I, I wanted to say there sorry Jen is that um what you're also seeing though is because of the information war the psychological operations whatever you want to call it yeah. um we know that the white Z is the symbol of Russian vehicles so you'll see someone drive past a ha- phone in the hand filming a convoy destroyed three or four trucks destroyed two artillery guns destroyed yeah. all that kind of stuff and you know it'll be normal you'll you'll know okay that's ukrainian vehicles because there's no white Z. Mm-hmm. um so then that's reported yeah, Ukrainian yeah, casualty so then you'll see footage where there is a white Z, but because of the fact that there's an information war going on I, I saw a particular one where you can see the vehicle is black mm-hmm. but the white Z is very clear and crisp and it's on top mm-hmm. of the black so yeah you've seen someone potentially an info like a, a intelligence. Yeah. One top with a piece
1: of chalk. Yeah.
0: spray paint. It just goes, yeah, so yeah, yeah. you have to remember that these things, that's very easy to happen. So if you're an intelligence wow. operative and your job is to try and sow discord and so uh, sure, put for the sure. idea in, in Russian troops minds or in the Russian population's yeah. mind that they're losing lots of men and that what their government is telling them is not true. You just go, and Yeah, they kill.
1: claim that the Ru- Russians lost around the 3,500 plus hmm russia's mm-hmm. claim is a bit more reasonable uh, around 300 plus which is in line with the cgpn observation
0: mm-hmm.
1: so mm-hmm. you know to make of that what we will but we won't be able to find that stuff out for a long long time so yeah. i think um richard uh the choice is yours should we get into like all the disinformation
0: let's first or should we
1: finish the kind uh, of uh, geographical let's finish coverage? the
0: map let's finish the map we can get to the discussion afterwards so let's finish the map. sure um yeah. i should play one quick footage here so this is uh what appears to be so this is i've, I've talked in relation to what i was talking about so uh don't worry i've 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 just checked this there's no dead bodies so okay (laughs) Um, okay. yeah Yeah, i don't don't want to get in trouble for that and also i I don't know who's watching this so yeah uh Mm -hmm. if you are watching with family and stuff i don't want to cause any trouble in that sense um so you see that there jen you got that
1: yes i did uh yeah yeah
0: this this is um that's the the z we're talking about on the vehicle there uh this i'm pretty sure this is a russian vehicle because it's a modern
1: yeah, this is the to, VDV uh, typhoon yeah. uh,
0: fighting yeah, yeah. vehicle. Right, right, right. Oh, I see what you mean, though. Huh? No, 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 no. I'm not talking. That's not the example of the. the okay. Face, yeah. Right, but, right. Yeah, but I mean, it, yeah. Interesting. So, I mean, it does look. I mean, I'm not going cla- to. I, I do believe. Yeah, so that, I, I that, do that makes sense movie. because I the VDV are
1: movie. the ones that saw heavy fighting. We'll get into that with the Kiev sure. situation right away. Sure, 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 sure.
0: But um, there you go. That's some of the stuff. So there are Russian vehicles that are being. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This is definitely costing Russia. Um, you know lives as well as material. Um yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's Kharkov. Um the other city, Sumi, is also lots of fighting in Sumi. Um not as intense as elsewhere, I think. It's yeah. it's it's probably the third third biggest zone. So I'd say Kiev and Kharkov would be one and two. Sumi mm-hmm. would probably third. And there's another city, Chim um Chim- well, uh, our Chim- uh, comrade Chim- here yeah.
1: said that uh, Azov was, quote, Azov was forcing civilians to change dead Ukrainian soldier bodies to look like Russian soldiers. Right,
0: right, right. right. Yeah, right. No, that sounds, sounds, about right. Yeah. Yeah. sounds about something yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: that they would
0: actually do. Uh, yeah, that's definitely there's there's there's, there's yeah. of video <laughs> of prisoners. So this has been se- I've seen both sides report this. So there'll be uh, Ukraine will show a, a, a footage of a of a prisoner, a captured guy, and he's talking. And then the Russian media has shown like that guy um, alive a few minutes later yeah. or Russian uh, as, as, as it's of the Italian parade or something. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. OK, but yeah. So uh, the other one I, we haven't really got time to cover this one is, is Ch- Chiriniv. Uh, but to be honest, also, again, not as intense as the other ones, yeah. but they're also fighting around this city at Chiriniv, which is in the north of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, if just for, I suppose, just for interest's sake, the push that came from Belarus they went all around. So they seem to have just completely skipped this town here or this city here. So Konotol. Uh,
1: That's very Soviet. The Soviet doctrine really does yes. say that if you run into cities, you'll either drive past them or yeah. drive through them.
0: Right. So they've completely avoided this city. Here. They've just gone around. Yeah. And they've pushed, as you can see, towards what seems to be a very big focus here, which is Kiev. Yeah, um, of course. there's. Yeah. So just on Chernobyl. Well... Chernobyl is being run by a joint the ukrainian force of uses, uh, ukrainian
1: yeah. and russian troops yeah, they've a made a deal made a deal So to so make ukrainian... sure that extremists of any kind don't just come in and like launch a rocket round at the sarcophagus yeah uh to leak a bunch of nuclear radiation and then uh uh, uh, right. uh kill everyone right right, right, right right
0: okay so let's talk about kiev then
1: oh gosh this is huge so um This is uh, quite incredible because uh, from so many angles. So first of all, uh, this is uh, a very bold uh, paratrooper move. So Mm -hmm. like uh, Richard, I don't know like if they teach you like about like the history of the British Army and all that. Yes. uh, Whilst you're still in service, Uh, but like this is like Market Garden Operation Market Garden on steroids, but uh, very successful essentially. Right. So, what does that mean? Well, okay. Um, the VDV, uh, mm-hmm. which is uh, is the earliest, in fact, uh, 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 paratrooper uh, uh, force in the world, formed during the twenties, mm-hmm. um, was the Western,
0: Western uh, VDV, was yeah.
1: always the uh, most uh, one of the most uh, politically reliable elite infantry forces that were experimented uh, uh, seeing, like this uh, uh, air deployed kind of. Uh, a thing ever since even before world war 2 yeah yes, uh-huh. so uh this is the time where we see them in action where uh they are just dropped by both helicopter and later on uh, il76 transports and uh, parachutes that uh, with uh we don't know exactly how many though you can probably guess uh into the middle of uh being surrounded not the city mm-hmm. of is like what is like pair dropping onto tall buildings that's called suicide uh, nobody does that uh, uh pair dropped outside of kiev in the military airports as we've seen right here mm-hmm. um it is uh the most one of the most incredible feats in human like modern military history ever since like world war ii period mm-hmm. they uh held out as a force of infantry uh sustaining losses of course but uh, mm-hmm. uh, against Ukrainian forces for anywhere from 22 to 30 hours continuously
0: mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. being
1: assaulted by Ukrainian T-64 battle tanks, mm-hmm. uh, regular infantry, mechanized infantry, and also mm-hmm. the Ukrainian SWAT team of uh, the city of Kiev, which is supposed to, you know, like SWAT team, you would think like they're better at urban warfare. and. They all, should be
0: the like... best at urban warfare. Yeah, they Right, yeah. right.
1: And um, not only did they... So, Information warfare side of this, well, the Ukrainian state media announced seven times, okay, seven times uh, that um, they have eliminated this uh, detachment of a VDB. Right. But they're still there, clearly. I mean, they sustained losses, as we saw in the footage. Yes. That vehicle was made in around 2016 ish, I believe, for the VDB with like thick bulletproof glass, uh, glass right. panels, right, and right, right, uh, right, right, armor right. and all that. Uh, But um, they not only held it off, uh, they held off until reinforcements arrived. And, of course, uh, the Chechen uh, Special Forces Battalion came in uh, via helicopter uh, assault uh, uh, from the east and also sustained minimal losses. Where, once again, uh, it's also uh, uh, on the eastern kind of forest, wooded area uh, on the east of uh, uh, Kiev, right? Yeah, yeah uh to where the ukrainian media once again claimed oh we killed 350 uh, uh, chechen special uh, uh, warfare uh, operators yeah to which this like just devolves down to comedy because you know sure. the uh, core of comedy is tragedy you know, this right. whole war sure. uh where uh, the chechen uh russian leader uh and uh, all their uh you know uh Uh, Social media uh, official, like state uh, official media uh, uh, started saying that, hey, uh, we are not dead.
0: Right. Like these people that
1: that you claim are dead, like we're not actually dead. But then guess what? Their Instagram and Twitter account proceeds to get deleted from the face of the earth and got the Donald J. Trump treatment. Sure.
0: sure, So,
1: uh, yeah. So, uh, after all that is gone, uh, we saw the uh, crazy part that we're getting at, which is the handing out guns to anyone and everyone. And well, so, second, of, of course, one, one, second,
0: like, one, second, like, one second, one second. Yeah. I do want to make this before we move away from Hostamal Airport. So, um, if you are following it, actually, the, the, the other name of this airport is actually the Antonov Airport. I didn't know that. I, I knew that there's something very important about this airport, though, that this airport is where the Antonov. Yes, is this is huge. By. The Antonov two two five is is here. So the Antonov two two five is the biggest plane in the, the world. The largest
1: transport plane that humanity Probably. has ever Maybe. made. There's only yeah. two of them in yeah. operation. Yeah. Right. So uh, uh, okay. yesterday uh, we were very glad that the Facebook page of the Antonov Corporation announced yeah. that uh, their planes were not hurt yeah. uh, 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 during the operation.
0: So thankfully, th- that piece of history, the the Antonov two two five, which is still- hello, that's <laughs> James. Glad you're He's here. Still working. Yeah. Hello it's still uh, a fly- operational plane yeah so thankfully that has not been destroyed in the fighting yeah. um yeah, I uh, mean, there is I a live- joke
1: in china that i want to bring here uh, which is that um the t-80 U- uh, t-80 ud has uh finally returned uh, to her uh, home of kharkov okay. and uh the antonov 22a has finally embraced
0: the uh, 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 the bosoms of the motherland okay Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um any anyway, but yeah, so that's that's an important part of this about this no. airstrip is that it's it's it has the Antonov, it's called the Antonov Airport, actually. That's the other name. Um, being called Hostimal Airport as well as Antonov Airport. It yes. has its own page already. It's called there's a is now the Battle of Antonov Airport is now its own Wikipedia page. Oh wow. Ongoing. Oh so, wow. Um, yeah. Like you yeah. I, I don't. Uh, like you uh, I want
1: to make uh, sure uh, this abundantly clear. We're covering this uh, not to like make light uh, no. lighthearted kind yeah, of yeah, this,
0: situation. Right. It's just as, uh, as we uh, said uh, at the beginning. This. Yeah. This is war. This is absolute carnage. Yeah. And I hope that this can stop as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. This is terrible.
1: Oh. Um. On the uh topic of the Chernobyl uh, uh, uh region uh, as we were talking about before, I forgot to mention. That luckily, uh, thank God, uh, that um, the news of uh, the uh, the nuclear waste containment uh, facilities being uh, uh, having a rupture and something leaked is thankfully fake news. Uh, so apparently, some uh, uh, scien- uh, local scientists uh, detected a radiation spike, but yeah. then luckily, um, according to the uh, international kind of uh, radiation monitoring uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, system and satellites and all that. Uh, there was not a uh, uh, increase uh, it, there was not a spike in radiation levels in the region mm-hmm. after like more than 24 hours of observation. <laughs> uh, um, and you know the international like atomic agency didn't say anything mm-hmm. because like that's not a thing, so thank God. <laughs> like uh, this was like by far like I would say the most like humane and uh, like where like I guess you could say like where humanity uh, actually kind of triumphed despite yeah. all this madness. Yeah. because they didn't decide to duke it out in, you know, Chernobyl. Right. And, no, yeah, yeah, and where I, they I, uh, the both militaries collectively decided that they will guard this facility uh, together against a uh, uh, crazy uh, extremists, nationalists, Nazis, who yeah. will try to uh, do something. So right. that is yeah, a, right. no, you know, that's uh, where, like, uh, the most honorable thing we have seen out of this whole... Uh, yeah,
0: something uh, bad has come topic. out of that. I've seen the footage, yeah. too, of... of um, Ukrainian, the Ukrainian regiment that's protecting it, working with the Russian yeah. uh, troops, which is good. This is good. Yeah. So Chernobyl seems to be stable. There's no fighting around Chernobyl. I think everyone's yeah. reasonably understood that there's no need to make this mm-hmm. any. So, but let's talk about Kiev. So let's talk about Kiev. Um, there's been fighting on the edges. So the in in sort of mainstream media, they'll talk about this Obolon district, which is the northwestern sort of corner yeah. of the city. So um here Obolon. so this is over mm-hmm. here right um they've been talking about that having you know this fighting going on so the russian troops are here well
1: yeah of course it's right. uh, like i said it is the continuous onslaught of ukrainian forces against uh the vdv which were uh, uh in the airport and so uh, it was where the most, the most intense and direct fighting took place and all that right And yeah, there was of course uh russian air support uh, mm-hmm. flying over Kiev to like help out the VDB in that area all mm-hmm. this time, and so, like, I would say, like, if there is one place throughout this entire war, uh, which has now come to a halt because of the negotiation that's going to take place tomorrow, uh, that is the place where actual, like, high intensity, uh, 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 uh total, uh, not total, but like, yeah, mm-hmm. high intensity conventional near peer warfare mm-hmm. occurred, mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, so of course that's bad. That's going to be very yeah. bad.
0: Um, it's, there has been... Again, like I said, it's been 30 hours. Like They fought nonstop right. for 30 right. hours. Right, right, right. I, I think I saw some footage on this site yesterday, which they've taken down, um, of a gun battle happening. Um, what's peculiar about this, though, is that in Ukraine, in Kiev, sorry... Is that the lights have stayed on so the power even though there's a power there was a there was a fire um an airstrike on oh, the power station a, in the, I,
1: I need to mention this yeah one second,
0: one second one second one second so so the the lights have stayed on and there's been a gun battle where you can see the lights are on but also just the scale so huge gunfight happening and uh it's this is where i think you can see some level of restraint at least from the russian side yeah. because when well, you have the simple small arms fire exchange. Even just a platoon to platoon, because of how you know shooting is is a you know the rounds fly very far, and you're seeing it hit buildings, you're seeing it hit apartment buildings. So yeah. if the fighting does escalate in, in in Kiev city proper, it will be a really terrible situation. That yeah, be, for sure. Be
1: uh, I want to mention a few very important mm. things that we've seen there. Yeah, one is um, this complete nonsense. Uh, essentially, the VVV has uh, is fully kitted out with night vision. So they took advantage uh, of that uh, nighttime advantage Mm -hmm. uh, for sure. And what what we saw was that in order to compensate for this uh, disadvantage, we saw Ukrainian forces uh, firing uh, mortar and artillery uh, flares, Mm -hmm. uh, illumination rounds Mm -hmm. in in the night uh, to try to compensate for the disadvantage. Mm -hmm. But then, uh, you know, the Ukrainian uh, residents in the city didn't know what that was and were super uh, confused. And then, uh, the Ukrainian government coming out to say, like, "Oh, this is uh, our air defense system at work, and that is us shooting down Russian jets." No need. Yes,
0: yes, I know this one, right? Yeah, that is
1: insane.
0: First of all, yeah, way. right, right, right. That, that was a very interesting piece of footage. So I haven't, yeah, we have. If that's been taken out, I have to try to dig for that one. But yes, if you did see that on the news, that was that big red ball slowly that falling down. That descends slowly. Right, so they were claiming that was a, a downed aircraft. I saw Sky News reporting that as a downed aircraft. I mean, what aircraft falls in slow motion? That I mean, slowly, like yeah. a solid piece of metal that falls, you know. As if it, <laughs> yeah. no, so yeah. that's, that's a um, What it flare. is is actually it's a giant off
1: yeah. of um, flammable material with a parachute on. Um, yeah, it's a yeah, it's a flare. It actually is. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, so and then we saw uh, like uh, essentially. Um, I want to mention this thing. Like in footages of Russian special forces training, what we often saw is like uh, accurate uh, shooting under fire uh, with like real partners, right? So what they've trained for is like uh, a guy would poke out, you know, uh, to uh, shoot live rounds at mm-hmm. the the trainee uh, on their uh, uh, armored uh, body armor, of course. Mm-hmm. But then uh, you return fire with live rounds. Uh, Mm. But the guy that is shooting you has a balloon attached with a straw, like, up here. You need to, uh, whilst you're getting shot, okay, like with live munition from RPK, you need to shoot at the balloon, not just, like, return fire and kill the person.
0: Mm.
1: And that is something that they train on a routine
0: basis. Oh, I know what you talk about. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: so, uh, like, it is no surprise then uh, they are able to practice this uh, level of her strength even during this kind of high-intensity uh, 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 firefight. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, impressive, I guess.
0: Yeah, so we're going to have to wrap up now then uh, for this. But to be honest, I think we've covered more, all the major sites of the fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, any final thoughts then, Jen, before we... Before of we course. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, so... I think... Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go
1: ahead. uh observations uh, the Russian forces, uh, as far as a large-scale near-peer war goes, has practiced extreme amount uh, of uh, restraint, calmness and uh, precision. What do I mean by that is that the Russian military, along with the Chinese uh, have uh, and the DPRK have some of the highest ratio of uh, mechanized automated artillery uh, uh, GPS guided artillery firepower, uh, per uh, conventional uh, 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 foot soldier or tanks in the world. The amount of destruction, if they were actually out for, like, blood to cause casualties, They, it, with the, you know, loading of some rounds and the press of a few buttons, they mm-hmm. can unleash absolute hell in the number of, like, thousands, even the tens of thousands uh, within minutes if they really wanted to. We didn't see that. They didn't even use uh, like the famous or infamous, I guess, TOS uh, 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 MLRS system, which mm-hmm. is this mm-hmm. very brutal, somewhat short range, but uh, very extreme, uh, ridiculous rocket where uh, it's thermal barrack, as in it burns the entire uh, 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 region, target uh, yeah. sets the air on fire. Um, uh, he, a very powerful explosion, very powerful flames. Uh, 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 and the power launcher has like 50, yeah, that thing. This thing. Yeah, uh, this thing, uh, every single one of these launcher can, like, one launcher can suppress a whole uh, company. What well, is
0: probably a few hundred square meters, yeah, at least, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah, maybe yeah. 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 So, years.
1: like, uh, and the, in, during exercises, we've seen uh, the Russian military like lining these things up in like the tens, if not the dozens. Multiples of the dozens, just like unleashing hell on the entire like mock like towns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's clear that they didn't do that. Yeah, so even clear. since they haven't even unleashed like not even. I would I would say like they only used forty percent of a fi- of their true firepower. Yeah, and then the the ones that they did to use is a uh, fairly precision guided. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, you know the VDV and Kiev, and along with the Chechen special forces, but more so the VDV in this case. Uh, yeah. That will go down in human military history as one of the greatest feats of achievement ever. Uh, and overall, like when Putin's like from a purely military angle, when Putin said that this is a mass special operation,
0: yeah. he is not
1: lying because conventional war is you have a line and then you push and then yeah. everything within the vicinity, like you capture yeah. every city, every town, every ditch, you know, yeah. uh, is yours. But then special operations is where uh, conventional forces is only a kind of a backdrop to create enough noise so that mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. distraction mm-hmm. and activities and enough chaos so that the special yeah. forces can go in and capture the objective. Right. Uh, so that is actually the exactly how this battle played out. It was precise. It was quick. It was over in two days. And mm. um, the Ukrainian forces have uh, largely, an overwhelming majority has laid down arms now. Uh, without much bloodshed. So typically, when we think of special operations, we think of the American uh, assassination yeah. of uh, uh, Osama Bin Laden, the heads of ISIS, stuff like that. Where like yeah, the specific the special force things. is yeah. like a platoon, I think. And uh, the supporting uh, things is just like uh, 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 like you know a few drones, a few artillery guns here and there, and then that may be it. Yeah, mm. but yeah. then like what we have here is like. Truly, like fitting to the name, mass special operations, right, hmm. which is quite incredible. Right. And I, I want to say that uh, you know, uh, as a uh, last finishing off a uh, point, that uh, uh, from this event, two major things of concern happened. Okay. One is that uh, from Trump to Biden to now this, uh, the conventional rules of international relations has just went down the toilet with yeah. one push of the flush button. The entire academic subject, uh, which is based on rules and uh, quantifiability, right? Rules mm. are the commercial rules ever since World War II that's been set up for mm. international mm. diplomacy. Mm. And quantifiability is, of course, the use of statistics to try to standardize it all. Went down the drain because the rules are broken. Right, right. So right. all of a sudden, like, I guarantee every single one that is listening right now every single international relations department professors uh, and the research team is like scrambling off their feet to try to figure out uh how to not like lose their whole department and lose their subjects right right because what oh. they used to study no longer has predictive power yeah, on this the is this the is a right
0: new now. a new chapter yeah it certainly yeah. is it certainly is i mean so again we, we, i think we're, we're going to be talking about this on friday again so for a lot yeah so and, I, and I the think second point to, Okay, quick one. uh,
1: I want to mention is that we socialists really need to use uh, the tools of scientific thinking and dialectical thinking and holistic, you know, the parts and the whole, philosophical analysis to truly figure out what is uh, a socialist standard of um, acceptable uh, 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 violence, Mm -hmm. because there is a paradox here. On the one hand, we clearly need to have morality. Warfare clearly is the kind of uh, 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 kind of um, blasphemy to human life, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because you know we are higher than animals; we shouldn't be conducting the same kind of activity activities that is done in like the ecosystem every single day. You know? mm-hmm. Because we are, you know, we have a sentience and all that. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, we have the extreme. That's uh, like the, 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 any kind of ruling class, what it is in power, will say, which is that anything that threatens its power is barbaric and is uncivilized and should be condemned. Yeah. So on the one hand, we need revolution. So we need to break those rules. Sure. But on the other hand, we still are humanity and we are supposed to be the highest stage of human civilization, not a regression yeah. of human civilization. So then where do we draw the line? How do we even come up with a standard of that, which will then proceed to be building into whatever new uh, academic uh, 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 ground rules for the subject of international relations uh, is going to be? Like, all that needs to be figured out and Mm -hmm. figured out soon, because, or else. Uh, uh, okay, uh, quick comment from uh, no, 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 no,
0: quick comment, that's it <laughs> Okay, um, okay we'll uh, I'll show it in we'll Um We'll cover this on Friday Putin has
1: allowed ambitionists uh, uh, around the world to see, hey, this is a good opportunity to do what we want,
0: nobody's going to pay attention right. We'll, be, we'll be back to discuss this on Friday and, and go yeah. again with more unless unless something really big comes up we might do another mm-hmm. one, but to be honest I think we'll come with Friday Friday slash Thursday night, depending on where you are in the world Yeah, um, yeah I think my final thoughts just, I hope that this can end sooner rather than later. Uh, it's a, again, as we said- hopefully when Hopefully it after, ends tomorrow. Hopefully it ends tomorrow. Hopefully it ends in the next few hours. Uh, again, the tragedy of two former Soviet peoples tearing each other apart because of geopolitics, because of NATO politics, because of, of, of all sorts of reasons. Uh, it should never really have come to this. It's, it is a yeah. terrible, terrible thing that Russians and Ukrainians are fighting and are killing mm-hmm. each other. Um, and I hope that they can resolve this and come to something of a conclusion that is acceptable to both sides um yeah and um, but also i'm very glad that the azov battalion has been destroyed um there's some 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 points where my sympathy maybe doesn't doesn't go and i think Azov battalion is not is
1: well not, is they committed war crimes but
0: exactly so anyway so we'll finish on that one um thank you very much and we'll see you hopefully on thursday friday yes hopefully not sooner if we've seen you sooner that's bad <laughs> um yeah exactly yeah. exactly okay All right. Thanks, guys. Speak to you soon. All right. And that is it for this episode of the Marxist Think Tank. Catch us every other week here on SoundCloud. To allow us for our reporting and our content to remain independent, please consider donating to our Patreon and becoming a voting member in the link down below in the description. If you have a news tip or would like to talk to us, please email admin at marxistthinktank.org. Our editor is Sean Sanchez. News writer and producer is Reggie Truman. And I'm Oscar Bastille. Thank you for listening.